Hello, hello. My name is Yuri Henley, aka Steph Yuri. The date is Monday. Happy May, May 1st. Time is 6.16 p.m. And I'm here to talk about the current state of affairs of the Golden State Warriors. And let me tell you, folks, it's good times so far in the playoffs as the Warriors were able to beat the Kings in Game 7 by 20, 120 to 100. In a game in which Steph Curry had 50 points, ladies and gentlemen. And Kevon Looney had 20 rebounds again, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, let's talk all about it. Steph Curry, 50-piece, carried the team to a win. But he was just phenomenal. It was so fun to see him play. He couldn't miss at all. He shot, I don't even know, he shot 38 shots, the most in his career. And we've been waiting for it forever honestly if you've been watching games I can't count tell you how many times I was like oh man we've got to get Curry the ball and go nuts let him go crazy and we'll win the game well that's ladies and gentlemen what would happen if Curry shot the ball more 38 shots made 20 of them or some shot like 52 percent shot amazingly from all over the court step back threes Layups, floaters, drives. He was just doing it all. It was a master class. It was so fun to watch. Every time Curry would shoot, at one point you'd just be like, yeah, it's going to go in. And you were kind of more surprised when it didn't go in than when it did, to be honest. 50 points most ever in a game seven in NBA history. Are you kidding me, ladies and gentlemen? I don't think we've ever seen anybody quite like Stephen Curry. And I've been watching the NBA for about, since 2004 what five i think was my when the he beat the mavericks in the in the playoffs when d way went nuts i think that was the first time i really paid attention to basketball and this is the best player i've seen with my own two eyes i'm just gonna say it i've seen lebron in his prime he was really good but i think it's steph curry and if you can keep it up i don't see anybody holding us back from winning winning at all well, we play the Lakers next, which is something I'm going to talk about later, but I just want to talk about the greatness of Curry for a second. This man is carrying the Warriors every year, and it seems like he just is getting better and better. It's just quite it's quite magical, honestly. I have so much joy watching him. He plays with joy. I watch with joy, although it's really stressful, honestly. I get really nervous during the games, but it's all worth it when Curry – does what he does, 50 points, eight or something, assists, seven or something, rebounds, I'm not sure. He was money. Curry stepped up big, backs against the wall, and he really delivered a legendary all-time NBA performance. So I just want to say shout-out to Steph Curry, the GOAT, and it's a pleasure to watch you. Speaking of GOATs, another one of the GOATs on the Warriors Kevon Looney. Now, if you've been paying attention to this podcast for a while, you know that Kevon is the number one dude on on of this host. Honestly, uh, Steph Curry's the goat. Love Steph Curry, but there's a special place in the Warriors fandom for heart in the Warrior fans' heart for Kevon Looney, and that's if you've been paying attention. 
20 plus rebounds for three games in the series against the Kings. He really snatched the souls of the Kings, their, their, their run. He just said, no, I'll take that. Kevon Looney was so such a beast on the offensive boards. He was really one of the, him and Curry were the two main driving forces of game seven because no one else was really consistent from the offensive end. At least Draymond Green provided defense, but he's always going to do that. He's like the Steph Curry of defense. If that makes any sense, I'm not sure, but Draymond Green was awesome. But let's go back to Kevon Looney. He's, he was literally the reason why he was such a big part of the series. And He's finally getting that recognition people are talking about on TV and everything. Not that it matters, but because if you know, you know, Kevon's a beast. But it's just awesome to see him get the national recognition. All his hard work of being consistent hasn't missed a game in two years. That's really impressive. Kevon Looney is just a pleasure to watch. He compliments Steph Curry's game so much because his main thing is offensive rebounds. Kevon Looney has a knack for the board. It's going to be really, really interesting to see him match up against... Anthony Davis in the next round, I think that's going to be an all-time matchup just because of the energy that Kevon Looney's playing with right now. He's really, really figured out his game, his his role. He's found his role in the Warriors. He's always been on the heart and soul for the team, but it's just really awesome to see him consistently showing up, get, doing his work. And I also would like to add, it was awesome seeing give, him give Devontis Sabonis the, the public school lunch special on that jump ball when he hit him in the face. But I just want to say that it was really, this Kevon Looney was a powerhouse this series. Devonta Sabonis led the NBA in rebounds this year, ladies and gentlemen. Does it look like Devonta Sabonis led the league in rebounds this year after the series? Not from my point of view. And that's all because of boy down and below, big Kev. Signed a team-friendly deer that's offseason, three years, $25 million or something like that. I think that's what it was. There might have been a half a million, 25.2 or something. But really not that expensive, and he's been worth probably one of the most underrated players, probably the most underrated player in the NBA, maybe the best contract in the NBA too. And that just goes to how hard he's been working. He's really cemented himself as part of the core of the Warriors, and it's just awesome to see. Come on, Looney's going to have his jersey hanging up. Number five is going to get retired. I know – Baron Davis wore number five. There's been a lot of legends wearing number five, I think, in the Warriors history. But I think five belongs to Big Kev when it's all said and done. This is how valuable he's been for the second half of this dynasty and everything that's gone along with it. There would be no game series. There would be no Lakers series without Kevon Looney. And so game seven, he was really just a pin. was just the perfect example of that. <clears throat> it's been this Kings Warriors series was amazing. Let me just say that one thing first and foremost. Not first, but like, let me just keep going. The Kings are really good. They had the best offense in NBA history according to offensive ratings. I think they had like a one eighteen point seven or some crazy high number like that, and that's just the highest in NBA history. And the Warriors were able to knock them off in seven. That's got to be a huge boost to your confidence. Their things are looking nice. Things are coming together. Wiggins is coming back. He looked really good at times in the series. Did not have a good game seven, but only Stephen Kavan really did. Clay had his moments, but he was only four for 19, though. Not much of Jordan Poole in game seven either, and not much of Jonathan Kaminga all series. And let me just talk about, there's a article going around about how the attitude of the Warriors, young guys, is pretty sour right now. Let me just say, I don't believe that. I just think that they are frustrated that they weren't be able to help the team. 
And that just comes with being a young player. These guys are 20 years old. They're they're young, 20, 23. Lotus Moody stayed ready. So I don't want to hear that, that it can't be done. The Warriors have a great chemistry going on. And I think that it's nothing to worry about with these young guys moping, apparently, because they're just going to trust that Steph will carry them. I think Draymond is working hard to earn his trust back for these young guys. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the offseason if he gets an extension or not, but I think he's playing the way he's playing right now is going to be worth a max contract extension somewhere. Draymond Green has proven that he is still one of the best defenders in the league. I think he should be in a conversation for defensive player of the year every single year. And Draymond Green played great defense all series. And he was a huge part of our us moving forward, honestly. Clay Thompson too. Clay Thompson had his moments in this in the series where he was really keeping us alive. What do I mean by that? I mean that there's times we weren't making shots, and the only person making shots was Clay Thompson. So I think the fact that let let's let's no further look no further. Game seven, his little end of the third quarter burst where he hit a couple two like his uh his fading corners. Jumpers that were just really, really tough. Shooter shots. McClay's a shooter, ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost. Clay Thompson loves nothing more in this life than shooting the basketball. This man, Clay Thompson, let me just put it for reference. When Kevin Durant first came to the Warriors, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry's shoot shots went down. Their number of shots per game went down from the year before. That's expected, right? Because there's only one ball. We have three of the best shooters of all time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Clay Thompson's shots went up in that first season that Kevin Durant joined. So I just goes to show how much of a shooter Clay Thompson is and thinks of himself to be. I'm not, he had a four for 19 game seven, not good at all, but he had a four point play to matter when it, at the end of the third to bring us, when we were winning by 10, we were, our lead shrunk, shrunk from 10 to around six or seven. I think it might've been six. And then Clay Thompson hits a four point play extend the lead back to 10 leading into the fourth quarter and that really sucked the air out and that's just what clay does clay hits the shots that he needs to make when when he needs to make them and i'm not expecting him to slump to last much longer clay thompson's always known to just fire back with no abandoned ruthless little shooter i'm not worried about his shooting let me just say that i just want to get that clear and if you look at Clay's defense, was really, really impressive in Game 7. Even though he didn't have the greatest shooting night, he was a plus 30, ladies and gentlemen. That means when he was on the court, the King Warriors outscored the Kings by 30 points. That's just impacting the game in multiple facets. That's what Clay Thompson does. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to get his jersey retired. He's going to get a statue in front of the Warriors stadium. This Clay, Clay Thompson, one of the best players to ever do it. One of the best shooters to ever shoot the basketball. And we know how many people love shooting basketballs out in the world. And to be one of the best ever is that just testament of the Warriors, testament of Clay Thompson's hard work, and especially coming out after these two injuries in which he tore his Achilles and tore his ACL. That's really hard to come back from. And he has done it. And he helped and lead the way to the second round to play the Lakers. So I'm very impressed with what I've been seeing by Clay Thompson in the recent memory. Another person I want to shout out is uh, Moses Moody, hashtag Moses Minutes, staying ready. Guy finally gets some minutes all like he hasn't got all year. He was losing out to Ty Jerome, losing out to Anthony Lamb, just trying to get ready, trying to get ready for the playoffs, trying to get ready to help his team any way he can. And in this first round, he really stepped up, played minutes in every game. In this first quarter, got a lot of good runs. 
um, would make his threes, but he's making his wide open threes. Most moody was some guy I've been rooting for. Steve Curdy played a lot or sooner, probably since about like January, February. So it was just really good to see Moses Moody get minutes, get valuable minutes, and help contribute to the Lakers win. Speaking of contributing to the Lakers, or not the Lakers, what the hell am I even saying? Moses Moody contributes to the Warriors win, ladies and gentlemen. The Warriors win. Speaking of contributing to the Warriors win, I'd like to speak about Andrew Wiggins before I talk about going the next series against the Lakers. Can you allow me to do that, ladies and gentlemen? Andrew Wiggins is the guy who missed about, what, 20-something 20 games at the end of the season? Four months or something, two months or something, 40 days, something. He missed a lot of the season because of his illness to his father. That wasn't really talked about. They, no one really knew what was going on. There's a lot of mystery surrounding Andrew Wiggins's disappearance in the middle end of the season. And when he came, when it was announced that he was coming back, that he was dealing with a bunch of stuff, but it was announced that he was coming back, there was a question of, oh, Andrew Wiggins, is he going to come back the same Andrew Wiggins has left? Because Andrew Wiggins was having a pretty good season. He got hurt this year, I'm pretty sure. But other than that, he was having his all-star level season that he had last year. And he was really, really impactful to the Warriors. But then he was just missing games. And the, the question was, can he come back? And I would say... After he got, he took him a few games, but he's definitely back. He didn't have a good game seven, but no one did. He didn't have a good game ones and games two, but that was just his coming into his own after missing all those games. But three, four, and five, he was really, really good. In game six, I don't know, I can't remember because I kind of blocked that out of my memory, that embarrassing ass game. Game six was such an embarrassment. The only way they had to respond, and they had to respond. And they did the way, the only way that they know how to do, and that is by playing some of the best basketball I've ever seen. Moving on to the Lakers. I think that this Warriors-Lakers series is going to be epic. We got LeBron versus Curry. Draymond versus AD. Looney versus AD. Clay versus Austin Reeves is making me lick my chops. Clay is going to toast that fool, I'm pretty sure. Um... Malik Beasley on the Lakers, Andrew Wiggins on the Warriors, going to face up LeBron. Jordan Poole is going to better have needs to have a better series than he had. Dante Dees needs to have a better series than he's had. I think Moses Moody is going to continue riding the wave. Hashtag Moses Minutes. You know we love we live for him. But I think this is just going to go down to pretty. I think the Warriors are going to win six games, and I also think that this is going to be a masterclass by Curry. He's going to keep it up. LeBron's. Really good. Probably second best player ever to play. Maybe third behind. I'm not sure. But I think it's up there. Curry, LeBron, Jordan. Like, that's some rare air. And these, these, we got to see that these guys play again. That's just so – I'm just pretty excited to see it. I'm kind of nervous about AD because when he's healthy, he's a beast. But I think the combination of Kevon Looney and Draymond Green will be enough to stifle him when it matters most, get some stops when it matters most. But all in all, I'm this is going to be a great series. I think the Warriors are going to be able to take it in six. Um, it might even be – I don't know. I'm hesitant to say five, but the Warriors did do have home field advantage. That's huge. Who would have thought as a 
as a six seed, you get home quarter advantage in the second round of playoffs. That's awesome. I think that's going to play well in the Warriors' hands. I also think that no one can guard Curry. Like, they're going to put Austin Reeves on him, Malik Beasley, maybe Jared Vanderbilt try to guard him. But Curry has proven time and time and time that there are no Curry stoppers. He even said it himself. But they're, just like there's no LeBron stoppers, there's no Curry stoppers. It's just going to be who can step up. I think Clay's going to need to step up continually, but he's going to. Clay's been Clay's been wanting to play the Lakers his entire career. This is this he's chomping at the bit to just kick play really nice. I can't wait to see Clay, LA kid, going against his hometown favorite, probably his home favorite team growing up. It's just gonna be awesome to see. I'm really excited to see Clay Thompson going forward. I think Jordan Poole needs to have a good series. Like I said previously, I think that just means honestly, people get really mad about Jordan Poole. I think for him to have a good series is just get some steals. Keep limit the turnovers and don't force too many tough threes. I like when he goes to the basket. I'm not too worried about him going to the basket. His turnovers aren't too bad. I mean, and any turnover is bad, but Jordan Poole hasn't turned it over in game seven of the NBA finals with the behind the back pass to Clay Thompson out of bounds. So I'm still living with it. Um, but yeah, I think that this series is really going to be lit. I think the Warriors have the coaching advantage with Steve Kerr over Darvin Ham, despite the fact of Steve Kerr's blunt rotations, he's really figured it out in the playoffs, and he really shows that he only he loves playoff basketball. He's a winner. Game six was a very embarrassment, but I think they responded well, and that goes to go our coaching too. But yeah, I think that the Warriors and Lakers series is going to be nice. I think that Andrew Wiggins is going to be good on LeBron. I think Clay Thompson is going to be nice overall in the series. His defense has been rounding into form. He's really, really wants it. And I think that the Warriors are just going to take it to the Lakers. I think what game, I think it might be 2-0. I think it might be similar to last series where the home team wins the first two games and the home team wins the second two games. And then there's a game five where it's important. And then I think the Warriors might take it in six again. With, they just can't have an embarrassment. Game in game six. Like, like they had to show up because you know LeBron's gonna show up every game because his legacy's on the line because Curry's chasing him and he's getting closer and closer in every passing year, every moment, every game that Curry shows up and breaks records for having the most points in NBA game seven and such that Curry gets. He's getting closer to LeBron's legacy, and LeBron knows this. So I think that this series is gonna be lit. That's just all I can say. And with that, I think that's enough for me. Game one's tomorrow. It's going to be, I'm going to be nervous wreck. But yeah, it's going to be awesome this watch. Go Warriors, the Sphingle, State of the Union. Until next time, peace.